Hello, I am Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It. Thank you for joining us today. Today's topic that we're going to talk about is it's time for you to rise up. Yep, just like that beautiful song, Rise Up, it's time for you to rise up. I know it's getting overwhelming for a lot of people. The election's almost here. We have a resurgence again of the pandemic, and it looks like we're closing down again, and a lot of things are happening which are totally out of our control. But one motto that I've always lived by is every obstacle is an opportunity. So don't forget that every obstacle is an opportunity. So what we want to talk about today is maybe it's time for you to rise up. Uh, what caught my attention this week was a story about a, a man called Chuck McCarthy. And uh, he was an actor, and excuse me, is an actor. And he's in Los Angeles and has been out of work. So he was wondering what he could do in this time of angst and no money and the stresses of what we're all going through today. So he thought, well, all these people are stuck at their houses um, a lot of people are still quarantining, wearing masks, getting labile. People are gaining weight. People are having more screen time than ever before. But how about maybe they'd walk more if they had somebody to walk with them? So in his uh, Every Obstacle is an Opportunity, he thought, huh, we have dog walkers. Why don't we have people walkers? So he started a company called P the, the People Walker. So I thought it was hilarious and adorable. Then I found out uh, from a friend of mine who's a writer in L.A., he has, he, it, it, it's a phenomenon. He has already done a TED Talk. He's been all over the world on news media, um, on every, almost every continent. So it's taken, his whole idea is taken off like wildfire, which I think is hilarious. Who would have ever thought a people walker and that it would take off like this? So cool. And so in the silence or depression or sideways of what he was going through, it was time for him to rise up. He loves what he does now. He thought he was only supposed to be an actor and he was in this tunnel vision. And now his whole life has changed to this um, wonderful, wonderful, prosperous business that he has. He's hired more walkers and he's got locations all over now. It's amazing. It's like franchise opportunities. So... I just want to continue to try to motivate or inspire people that everything that seems, it, it's kind of like what you see really isn't just what you see. It's much more than what you see. So, um, but since we talked about him, I thought it would be a good segue to talk about walking since he took something that is so mundane, so simple and thought, hmm, people walk dogs. How about people walking? So Let's talk about walking. Uh, walking images are of spiritual leaders since the beginning of time. Buddha, Jesus, Henry David Thoreau, Ralph Waldo Emerson, John Muir, Mahatma Gandhi, Martin Luther King Jr., the Dalai Lama, Thich Nhat Hanh. Walking marches of our time right now. Look at the social justice upheaval and the changes that are happening. Civil disobedience. Walking. Walking. So it's a spiritual and emotional engaging exercise and so natural. But it's also huge uh, on a physical plane too. 
with, you know, it's so healthy. And also when we walk, it gives us a chance mentally and physically to unplug and reset. Okay, we need to unplug. So it helps us to unplug in three ways. You unplug from your tech devices. Technology is an addiction. It can be consuming. We sit and we don't mean to, but Facebook, YouTube, we can get distracted and dull and flat just by sitting there with being attached to our technology devices every day. Then second, unplug from your emotions. When we're walking, you have less worry or fear, anger, anxiety. Those are like lower level energies. And when you're walking, it takes you to a different level of existence. You're actually outside in a completely different energy field. And third is you unplug from your home. Leaving your home, when you leave your attachments behind, habits and to-dos of your home, you leave that protective cocoon that you and I have created. I know that I feel safe and protected and everything I've created here to the type of paint I painted the walls and my paintings and my dogs. When I get outside, I don't know what's out there. Uh, so it, it's a new experience. It's a freedom. I'm out of control. I didn't design it. That changes the brain and changes you. So, and walking has amazing health benefits, just amazing health benefits, tons of them. It lowers your stress. Walking lowers your blood pressure. It, you live longer, of course. It, it energizes you. It lowers your heart. It's, it's amazing heart benefit. It makes your heart strong. It gives you a huge immune boost. And if you don't think you need that with cold and flu and also with COVID or any other disease, even cancer, we think it helps reduce the risk of cancer. Um, it helps with pain management. Uh, so there are uh, more than I can even talk about health benefits of walking. Also, did you know that even when you're moving your feet and walking, it's unbelievable the benefit to the brain because it's sending signals from your feet up to your brain and causing neurogenesis, which means that actually neurons are changing and growing. So it's got huge healthcare benefits. And also, I talk a lot about, uh, and my first book was on self-care. Um, and that's an acronym, which means there is a four-quadrant approach to healthcare. And I created this acronym so that you, every day of your life, you can touch one of these, S-E-L-F, and get mental, physical, and spiritual health and well-being just by these four touchstones, these four roots every day. So it's called S-E-L-F care, self-care. So S is serenity. So when we talk about serenity... We talk about the things that bring you home to yourself and help you relax. So when you're walking, what we know is that you get ecotherapy. You're outside. And the weather changes. So each time you go out, the temperature is different. Your body, your brain, your emotions acclimate to that. Whether it's sunny or cloudy or rainy or snowing or there's a little wind or no wind. It's amazing the adaptation and the way we're created ecotherapy. There is a beautiful thing called entrainment. And what it means is there is a rhythmic physiological uh, thing in the environment. It's an energy. It's a level of vibrational um, uh, physiology that's a higher level. The birds, the wind, the sun. So no matter what's going on in your own mind and your own body, 
When you walk outside, we call it ecotherapy. We also have lots of research in the ecotherapy realm. We show that uh, just being outside lowers your blood pressure, your heart rate. It helps with depression, anxiety, and insomnia. And there's a term called entrainment. So if I'm depressed or worried or anxious, I'm at a low level. When I go outside, there's an entrainment. It, 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 I entrain with that higher level. It actually lifts me up in a new way. It's For an example, when you know when you um, pet a dog or a cat or a horse, you know, we have research that shows there are huge health benefits to having an animal. Lowers your heart rate, your risk for disease, you live longer. Well, it's because we entrain with that animal. Our physiological circadian rhythm changes. It calms down. It feels love. We feel love. So that's what entrainment is. That's what happens every single time that you walk out. And that's ecotherapy is what we call it. And another thing under this S for serenity is, is you get mindful practices when you walk. Like awareness. You're in the present moment. Think about it. The minute you're outside walking, your sight, what are you looking at? What color's the sky? Are there flowers blooming? Do you see somebody walking past? Is there a car? What in the world are you seeing? Sounds. Think about it. All your senses, birds, wind, water, you're talking. And then smell. What are you smelling? Can you smell the sun and the wind and the rain? And for me, I like to do all of my senses, so I'm really keen, too, on touching. I touch a tree or a flower or a variegated leaf. If there's a fountain, I touch the water and try to bless myself. Awareness. So every time you walk with somebody or by yourself, you're increasing your awareness. And also don't forget that you're becoming more aware of your emotions and your emotional baggage. When I walk lots of times, it'll, you know, just like when you're cooking vegetable soup and it boils and the carrots come up or the soup or, you know, the, the peas come up and boil to the top. When you're in that cadence and that entrainment and energy field and peace, anger, fear, your sadness, worry that you're doing, a clarity can come up. What am I feeling? So that's really important in awareness. And another one of the mindfulness practices that happen when you walk is you're listening. Um, if you're walking with somebody, you're listening, you're receiving. There's a healing that goes with that. Also, you're listening to your environment. Um, do you know people that interrupt people that don't listen? They actually have a seven times higher risk of developing heart disease. As humans, we were meant to listen. And we're not very good at that this, these days. We cut people off. We get impatient. At listening is not a passive experience. Hearing is a passive experience. Listening is an active experience. So when you're walking, you're listening, whether you're walking with someone or you're walking by yourself. And also when you're listening, it's an act of reverent respect to someone else. So listening is really powerful. And also another part of mindfulness when you're walking is kindness. We have research that shows, you know, even being kind to people, you get an experience called helper's high. And studies show that that produces good chemicals, healing chemicals in your body, like dopamine and serotonin and endorphins, things that change the whole outcome of your mental and physical health and well-being. Kindness, it changes your heart, your mind, and your soul. I mean, you're going to live longer. It lowers your blood pressure. It helps your immune system. Kindness is just not an esoteric thing. It is a physiological and a psychological practice that changes you. And when you walk with somebody, you express kindness. And also, even if you don't, you're being kind to yourself by walking. 
And another mindfulness practice that also goes with, with serenity, the S, is compassion. When I'm walking with somebody and all of a sudden they reflect on losing their mother or their child years ago, or they found a lump or something's happened or they've experienced a tremendous trauma in their life, I, they're sharing their feelings. I'm sharing my feelings with them. Uh, it, it shows compassion. Huge. Another huge health benefit. And, and also reverent respect. Another mindfulness practice that comes when we walk. You're showing respect for yourself and the other person when you listen, when you're walking, when you're partnering with someone. It's amazing. You're showing reverent respect for nature and your community. And also finally... There's a reason that whether it was Jesus and Buddha and the Dalai Lama and all the people that used walking as a spiritual and a health practice is there's a peace that comes with it. There's a happiness. There's a, a freedom and a joy that comes with walking. A cadence. Okay? So all of that is under the serenity, the S, that you get in self-care when you walk. And of course, we talked about E is exercise. So walking is one of the most healthy exercises you can do. It reduces your uh, risk of dying, of getting any disease, and you actually live many years longer, people that walk. So it really, really changes every single thing about you. So that's exercise and, and L, which is S-E-L-F. L is love. We have a basic human need, especially during this pandemic. And we're heading into winter. We have a very very human need for touch and being close to people. Yes, what if we can't physically touch them, but we're emotionally looking to another person's eyes and listening to them? We need that connection with another human being. You know, the other pandemic I've talked about is loneliness, okay? We need to connect with them. We also need the connection with nature. We talked about ecotherapy, love. Okay? And how about community? When we get out and we walk, we're, we're leaving that cocoon of our house. I'm seeing that, oh my gosh, you know, there's a different kind of a car. There's somebody with a baby carriage. There's a man walking, you know, with a, a walker or somebody, you know, is, is in a wheelchair. I have compassion. I see that I'm part of a bigger world, okay? Even if I see a jet go by overhead, there are people in that jet. I'm part of a bigger world. So L is love when we walk. And again, F is food. When you're walking with someone and sharing your life, you're sharing your story, your experiences. That's going to transform you. It's food for the soul. And your interests, your interest is, can change totally. Meaning, I walked with a person the other day, Margaret. She's a master gardener. All of a sudden, she piqued my interest in me learning how to garden more. So since then, I've been watching YouTube videos. I've gotten into gardening. So it changes your interest. Um, the woman across the street, she speaks four languages. It's fascinating. I feel ridiculous I can speak one. So I've started to um, get Rosetta Stone and learn Spanish. So it can change and challenge your interests. And a curiosity. It can change you end up being curious about other things in life and in your own life. And it taps all of our human needs. So again, you know, we, we talk about the ability to um, change and to love. And, and talking about it, it's not just about Chuck McCarthy rising up and creating the people walker. And we spent this time talking about why you should be walking. 
no matter where you walk or how you walk, for mental, spiritual, um, physical reasons. But that's Chuck's choice on, on rising up. It's time for you to rise up, okay? This people walker. Chuck McCarthy's challenging each of us in this time of solitude or isolation. It's time for each of us to be silent, but listen to the call to rise up and to action. He's called us to be courageous, okay? So it's time for you to be courageous, be passionate about what have you been um, hiding under your bushel basket that needs to come out as a light and be put on that bushel basket for the world to see. Also, your creativity. What creative little sparks have been hiding inside of you that you really, really haven't groomed or planted or nourished or watered? And also, what can you do for the world? Okay? Every, every single obstacle is an opportunity. What has this pandemic in these times, what is it calling you to do into the world? Okay, what can you bring? What can you birth into the world and into the community? That is your real gift that would trans- transform the world. This guy, I mean, he's global now with a people walker. Who would have thought? So it's time for you to rise up, okay? And again, any ideas for podcasts, shows, any comments you have about rising up, please contact me at info at ourourmln.com or mindfullivingnetwork.com. Also, our newsletter is fabulous. It's fantastic. So subscribe to our newsletter. It's got all kinds of tips and amazing information in there. And again, remember, separation is an illusion. We're all one, okay? We're all facets of a kaleidoscope. We just maybe can't see each one at any particular time. So I am Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It. Thank you for joining us today.